(laughs) (laughs) We all have our strengths. I'm not talking shit. Really. Right. Right. Maybe a little. Only slightly. (laughs) Only slightly. (laughs) Okay. So I got to, can we, can we do the introductions here? Are we still recording? We've been recording the whole time. Yeah. Well, almost since you, so, um, okay. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, um, so in- introductions. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay, so well, this we, is my first guest. Oh, wait, gotta you got to do... do the thing. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. You do it. I don't do you that. You do it. No, I don't know how to. You don't know how to? Okay. It's not in my rhythm. Just do it. <laughs> you know, if you would have showed up on time, we could have had all this. I don't ever show up on time <laughs> for anything. Welcome to the podcast where old friends get together to bear their souls. Laugh so hard they almost pee themselves. And talk about all the stuff that makes life worth living. And some things that don't. It's, it's let's, let's get, get a drink, drink sometime. sometime. <laughs> and welcome to the show, everyone. My I'm name is Ange- Sam. <laughs> I'm oh, Angela. There we go. <laughs> and this is and this is B. Does it sound like there's like clapping in there? Yeah, yeah that was that was me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and this is Brian or B, as we call. Him. Um, and so this is fun for me because one, it's my first guest, and two, it's like both of my men, my best men. <laughs> oh goodness, what both does that of, mean? Uh, it means exactly my... what you think it means. <laughs> <laughs> I torture you with my tears every day. Right, <laughs> very <Yeah>. much so. <laughs> and I am no shortage of them lately, considering what our um, subject matter of this episode is, which is like sharing kids and. Um, like, you know, in holidays of divorce. Yep. Yep. I, I am not divorced, but I No, am the, you're I'm, not, but you've been the child. Yes, I'm yeah. the product of divorce. So you uh, have a, as a different I. perspective. Are you? Okay. Yeah, he yeah, hits cool. it home twice. Yeah, so I have, I have aspects from all angles. Mm-hmm. How, uh, how old were you when... Um, I was a little bit older. I was a uh, freshman in high school. So, uh, okay. But still, you know, old enough to where it hurt and it was weird, but... Um, you know, we made the holidays work, which is kind of what yeah. helped me set the blueprint for what uh, for what I ended up doing, just because I I knew the effects and how it felt. Yeah, I, I think it's, I think, in a way, I think it's actually harder when you're older, because I, I I my parents got divorced when I was like seven or eight, something mm-hmm. like that. Oh wow! And kids are, to me, they're so much more resilient at that age. But uh, before we do that. Um, What's everyone drinking? Okay, wait. You gotta just talk amongst yourself. I gotta get my drink. I don't know what I'm drinking. Hold on. You oh have gosh. To, how do you work with this? I don't know. It's a struggle every day. Angela, chat. <laughs> you better be using that uh, that wine glass I got you. She can't hear you. Uh, we'll we'll ask her when she comes yeah. back. I actually quit drinking about a year ago, so I am oh, drinking nice. a diet Pepsi. Very good. Did you? I don't. I don't want to pry or anything, but did you? You just quit for. Health reasons? Oh, uh, without without going into too much detail, I yeah. got completely blackout drunk, embarrassed myself uh, severely, okay, uh, almost almost lost the friendship. Okay. But um, oh, okay. But fortunately, you know, I'm on her podcast now, so everything's cool. <laughs> mm. <laughs> What'd you <Nice>. say? <laughs> no, we we're just talking about drinking. I told him I haven't really drank in a year because of a, an incident that happened a while back. Yeah. 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 And to, to like get on that, I am opening a White Claw hard seltzer mango because that's the literally the only thing I have in my refrigerator because I knew I was going to be sad. I was afraid to stock the shelf in any way, shape or form. <laughs> so, like I, I am, you know, 
I am Point, points for honesty. I don't like sad drunk is bad. Sad drunk is the worst. So I, I don't want to do it to myself. I don't want to do it to anyone else. I'm perfectly fine just being sad. I usually just get sad drunk by myself, which is actually double sad. Yeah. Very, very much so. I did a lot of that the uh, summer of 2020. Gotcha. Which we will get into. Um, um, what are you drinking? drinking? I am drinking uh, a beer called Winter's Night. It is a Munich Dunkel from Arches Brewery. Arches, what is it? I don't know. It's a. It's actually. I didn't realize it was Georgia. It's Hatefield, Georgia. Um, it's pretty good if you like knuckles. It's pretty mild. None of that makes any sense to me, but that sounds great. It's just a type of beer. It's a dark. Mm-hmm. Dunkles are are winter beers. It's it's kind of a dark kind of porter nice. sort of thing. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Um, all right. So just for clarification, Brian, you are in Virginia. That is correct. I'm in the DMV. Okay. Yep. Where Sam? Where are you at? Uh, I live in right outside of Athens, Georgia. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. And then we have, and then Angela's way up north. So. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're the East Coast tonight. Yeah, yep. we are for sure. Represent. <laughs> um. So Sam, do you do you have kids? I have two. Yes. Okay. What are their ages? Uh, mine are ten and fifteen. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. How tall is your fifteen-year-old? She looks really tall right now. Uh, Amy's like five six, five seven. So Anna's probably five eight, five nine, maybe. Okay, so she is like a foot taller than me, almost. <laughs> yeah, where well, I'm like three feet taller than you, so. That's a lot of people are three feet taller than me, but yeah. <laughs> how tall are you? Yeah, how, tall, how tall? How tall? I'm are you like at? okay. So I always told people that I was like five three on a good day. Um, but day. then I, I recently got measured and like had that checked in multiple ways. Cause I, I was like in disbelief. I'm five, four now. Um, so I'm convinced I grew oh, in the you past grew. year. I did. I, I mean, I haven't seen you in a very long time, long time. but I, I don't remember you being five, three uh, route. Cause I'm pretty, a lot of the women in my life were five, three for a long time. And I always thought you were taller than that. So. I mean, I'll take it, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you got hooked up the last time you were uh, measured, so take it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I did a lot of yoga for a little while, so maybe it, like, elongated my spine. You know what? My dad actually got into a really bad car accident mm-hmm. uh, when I was younger. That's sad. Um, and he had to be put on traction. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he was uh, he was in his 30s or 40s. He literally... I mean, it, it stretched him. He grew to, or not grow, obviously, but it um it added like an inch and a half. It was mm-hmm. weird. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. It's really weird. That is really but. weird. I mean, you, you never it. know. Like, you could like settle your bones, or I don't know. Right. I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass, but like clearly, it's it's possible. Um, I don't think I actually like grew. I think you know maybe there's a shift in there somehow. I do have scoliosis, so like not badly, like a little bit of an S curve kind of thing. So maybe mm-hmm. the yoga, like I don't know, I don't know, straighten you know. out. Yeah. That was now a if weird I could offshoot. only go back to the yoga. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? So that was a weird offshoot. We went from uh, yeah. how many kids? What other? We ages? call how that tall waffling. Are they? Hey, my scoliosis. We call yeah. that waffling. We do it often. Nice, do nice. Brian? We have do a waffle you... shirt. Yeah, well, yeah. 
We're we're I'm failing miserably on merch. I'm I'll get into it one of these days. Oh God. Um. So Brian, do you, how many kids or back issues do you have? Uh, yeah, <laughs> my my back's doing well, thankfully. I do I do have a six year old daughter. Okay. Um, and me and her mom split when uh, she was three, so it's Oof. you know it's going on. We're going on three years here. Uh, the thing she is, just though, is like, six. but like. I don't know if you're, we're saying names here, but like your daughter will never know. Like she won't re- you can, really you remember. You can say Violet. Yeah, okay. you can say Violet. Yeah. It's okay. Violet won't really ever know. Oh, no. Like. No, because we have conversations. Like I told her that the, the TV in her bedroom is from the basement at the house. She goes, why did you take my TV? I go, no, sweetie. <laughs> I bought that TV way before you were even a thing, and it was in our basement. I took it with me when I moved out. So you have my TV? I was like, it's in your room. It doesn't matter. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's fine. Uh, it's, got not, there. it's not the point. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't think she has uh, that many memories of, of you know, me living there, but I show her pictures all the time from when she was a baby and we were hanging uh, out and stuff like that. So I make sure she knows. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you have nice. – Do you have? Uh, joint custody, shared custody, all that sort of stuff? So it's it's joint custody, but the way it works out is I see my daughter. I have her – I pick her up from school every other Friday and have her till that Sunday evening. So, okay. you know, so every other weekend pretty much for like two yeah. and a half days. Um, and a lot of that is because her mom is actually a school teacher, and my daughter now does kindergarten at the school she teaches at. Mm. So just logistically, it just – that's just the best best thing possible. Right. Plus – you know, she she gave birth to my kid. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm, last thing I want to do is completely rip her away and, and claim custody or anything like that. So, yeah. uh, we do. It's not, we... not always either totally official too. Like you, that's like what your plan says. But I know you do a little bit more than that here and there. Like, you pick her up for things and go see her in oh, the yeah. yard and yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm always seeing her. And like in the summer, I'll take her for a full week to visit my dad down in North Carolina for for like a beach trip so it's you know we we make it work it's awesome that's good fortunately right now currently so it takes a while <laughs> to get there doesn't it it certainly does hence it like the does. summer of 2020 when covid came in and we didn't know how to behave as like separated parents i can only imagine how many parents were in that scenario um and like trying to evaluate what the safest options were and how to go forward in that way well, absolutely. Because, I mean, as you know, when we kind of reconnected, I was actually in the middle of not seeing my daughter for five months because mm. because they were quarantined. Um, her mom is, is high risk from asthma. And uh, I was oh. I was still out working. I was in, you know, Montgomery County daily for uh, in Maryland for work. And that was a high risk area. And it's also I work at a pharmacist co- company. So uh, I was definitely around it. So just. It wasn't until the rapid test became more readily readily available that uh, I was I was able to you know actually start seeing my daughter again. But even that, there were some things that led to that. So it was 2020 was a bad summer. Jeez. Yeah, and I was sort of on the opposite side of that. Like I had them, like my kids, but they didn't have their dad because their dad was in Australia, and we were still figuring things out from that perspective. And mm-hmm. travel was stunted and things like that. So. Um, we're kind of like Brian and I's scenarios are kind of like a little bit of a yin and yang in that way. Yeah. Um, It sounds like, it sounds like Brian, you have sort of like the typical, I mean, I, I, um, I mean, are you on good terms with your, your ex? Yes, I am. Um, okay. So a little bit disclosure here, the way things went down. Uh, my wife left me for another person. She finally realized that she was a lesbian. 
So oh. sound it's like a punchline to every joke, and I often <laughs> laugh when I tell the story. It's totally okay to laugh. It's insane. Uh, but at that point, we were kind of both over the, the relationship we had with each other. Right. Um, so when when she told me that, there was a kind of a, like a huge sense of relief for me. Sure. Uh, but then it was immediate panic and sadness because I knew I was going to be moving away from my daughter because I was a 100%, you know, involved father. Right. Uh, to where, you know, changing diapers, putting her to bed, taking, you know, giving her baths, getting her ready in the morning, everything. Yeah. I was a part of it. And to not have that in my daily life is kind of what put me in that spiral in that summer of 2020. Um, but since then, uh, we're all vaccinated now, myself, my ex-wife, my daughter. Uh, we've we've really found a great common middle ground to where it just kind of works for everyone. That's cool. It takes time. It takes what I, I guess I would say here and what I was just telling someone else that was messaging me on Facebook because um, he just got separated from his wife is that it takes actually a lot longer than you think it would take. Like I had this sort of um, thought process like if I was going to, there's been a couple people in my life that it, I'd like to at some point say, okay, you were right. Okay. You were right. <laughs> um, but, um, and two come to mind, but one is, um, one is my friend Owen in Australia where I was like ranting and raving about, oh, finally, you know, like it's gonna, it like <laughs> let the next phase begin. And he just looked at me and he was like, this takes a while. This takes, you're just at the beginning. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about just at the beginning? And he was right. It took me about two and a half years to get to this point where we are now. Um, and while there have been hostile moments and like in general, it hasn't been entirely hostile. Um, but like it's taken a long time because the best thing that I realized I could do was like sit in my anger rather than step into it, you know, and like put it back. Like I never retaliated. It was just like, it's a, it's a long card game where you're just like, you just got to get to the end of it. Um, which is to find settlement and like a rhythm that works like Brian was just talking about. And mm -hmm. however that comes, you know, however you get there is fine, but you, you gotta, you gotta sit, you gotta sit with it. Um, and it is a long, it is a long process and I am definitely no, no, um, exception to that. Mm -hmm. uh, now, now having said all that with all these practices in place, um, it's hard to get to that level or to that point when there's so much emotion involved, right? Yeah. So y you have emotions that are for whatever reason are making you lash out and say things you probably shouldn't have done where you want to hurt the person. And it's all just based on. Like at, when it's at that point, it's not what's best for the kid. It's like your personal BS getting in the way of making it all work. Right. right. So you really just got to both have that understanding. Like, all right, let's just bite our lip and smile. And right. Let's just, you know, do what's best for the kids. Yep. Exactly. I was watching this um clip from like the Drew Barrymore show on Instagram, and um, she was with Gail, um, and they were saying like, it takes you however long it takes you. This is what drew said um to get over like the death of the dream but there's no misstep in learning how to co-parent and um she's right i've never like i've grown restraint out of nothing um and i think he has too i i mean at least on the receiving end i'd say that um so yeah <laughs> it takes a while <laughs> it gets there it, you know like it gets there mm. um I do have like a, a kind of a funny story 
Um, Matt and I were not yet engaged. I was going to visit him in Chicago. We hadn't even said, like, I love you yet or anything like that. We said I love you, like, once I got there. But I was, like, so into him. And, you know, I was meeting him in Chicago so excited. And um, I got on the plane with this this woman and she was so fun to talk to like instant connection had I, I swear like as she walked away from like the end of the plane ride I was like there goes my best friend like we just really hit it off and talked the entire time and like she was in her 50s and not with her kids father she had a new relationship or you know a, a different an additional a different relationship um and like I didn't really talk much about Matt, I think I talked mostly about my mom, but at the end, she looked at me as she was kind of leaving and she goes, you're going to be best friends with your ex-husband one day. She was like, you're not going to be with him. And I was like, what the hell just happened? (laughs) And I just said, okay, thanks, lady. And, uh, you know, like, I've kind of, like, it's been, like, peripheral, that conversation until, like, it all happened. And I hope she's right, you know, like, I hope that we will be friends. Um, I'd like to think that it's it's possible. Um, And I just think it's so funny that I actually... Like, maybe she had a premonition or something. And then I looked back, and she was gone. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? She disappeared into thin air. (laughs) That lady died 20 years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Did she have pointy ears, and was it Christmas? Listen, (laughs) men. (laughs) But yeah, like, she, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happened there, but she knew something. So, Angela, how is your current situation going? Because this is a pretty big uh, big step this Christmas for you. Yeah. Um, okay, so, like I said, their dad's been away, um, not with them, and so he's back for a visit. And it's been a little bit of, like, a crash course with each other. Um, you know, I think we got to the point on the phone where we were friendly on the phone and then there he was, you know, like I, I did the thing. I, um, had the kids stay home from school. I put them in the car and like that morning was like a mad dash. Cause I wanted the house to be nice for him to, when he came in and it was um, a surprise for them, right? It was a surprise for them. So they were like, why oh, gosh, are you really? cleaning the table? Like, why won't you relax? Are you working? Like no one, <laughs> Um, so, but I wanted like, it wanted like some cohesion. So anyway, I, I put them in the car and I was like, oh, we got to run an errand. Oh, I said, I have a Christmas present for you. Do you want it now? Or do you want to wait to Christmas? And they were like, uh, now you stupid idiot. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> so I put them in the car and I'm driving and I, I took pictures of this moment and it was, it was so beautiful. Um, my daughter like she swings from the ceiling but when she really means something she's really quite gentle and so she just like matt had like walked out of the train station and i drove like around the parking lot to put them like right in front of him and she just looked at me and looked so surprised and gently smiled got out of the car and went right in for a hug And then I looked at Easton. He's kind of like blinking and sorry, I have a dog here. He's kind of like blinking and like, like narrowing his eyes and kind of like head cocked to the side. Like, what is going on here? 
And then he realized, and he goes, can I get out of the car? <laughs> and I was like, yes, you can get out of the car. And he ran to him and, like, jumped into his arms. It was really, really, really cute. Um, like, I'll remember it forever. I really will. Um, hmm. And so, like, those first uh, couple days, you know, <laughs> you know, he makes me coffee in the morning kind of thing. But, like, I'm not staying here because it, there, like, it wasn't that long ago that even Easton asked his dad, like, why we're not together. And we, we always have, like, this stock answer, I guess. Like, we just wanted different things. Like, what else are you supposed to say? It's far more complex than that yeah. and filled with anger. Um, like, I don't think either of us got what we wanted. Um, but, uh, you know, it works. It serves. Um, and, you know, like... Um, you know, I made him a baked potato, um, but I'm not staying here, you know? So like he stays with them. I work from here. I help a little bit. I feel like you um, missed so many connecting parts to that part of the story. Angela. <laughs> just what do you mean? Just what do I tell my son? I don't know. So, you know, I made a baked potato. So I made yeah. it's like, and I guess like the, the moral of the story is like, we're all just trying to figure out where those boundaries exist. Um, and I think we have different visions for what that is. And I think sometimes we have to like look at each other or, and like say, hey, can you come around the corner here for a second? Um, but for the most part, it's been okay. Um, mm -hmm. I think that, you know, you learn things as you go. I think that we both would do things a little differently already and the trip is um, not even halfway done. Um, but at this point in, in the current, um, he has them with his, family um so he's this is the first christmas uh that i've not had my kids this is the first uh time i've been away my kids have been away from me for over a day mm -hmm. um and we're on day three out of ten um so the first day was tears from my kids calling me constantly um but it's been lifting as the days have gone by um, and I think that it's an adjustment, um, like parenting, when you take some time away from it, like I remember Matt would go on business trips and then he'd come back and it would be like, a you know, Oh Jesus, I walked into a shit storm kind of thing. Mm. Um, I, I, I don't, I, I wouldn't blame him if it, if it was like that. Um, you really have to stay connected to your parenting and understand like what's best for them and relentlessly pursue the understanding of what they need um, and be awake to that. Uh, so I think that that's like where he's at and he's trying and the kids are just trying to like find value in others because um, they've really only had me. Um, I mean, they have, I guess I'd say that like there's a lot of people raising my kids but they've really only ever had me at night and um you know i'm their constant uh so lots of learning intense learning for sure and you know comforting lots of comforting lots of how do we make them feel safe um you know and i, I don't if i'm honest i don't really know what i'm doing right and what i'm doing wrong i'm just trying to Tell them I'm there for them, but empower their dad. So. That's pretty yeah. heavy, man. First Christmas without your babies. Yeah. 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 Yesterday sucked. 
Um, and I, I like, you know, I'll be honest, like I have a lot of friends taking care of me. I have, I had a few offers to go to other places and I was like, no, first of all, I didn't want to play Christmas in someone else's setting because it just feels worse, you know? And I, um, I didn't want to go further away from them. Like I'm, I'm four hours away from them at the moment and I didn't want to be more than 10 minutes away from them. So um, if the four if four hours is as close as I can get to them, then I'm going to stay four hours. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I kind of just pretended that Christmas didn't exist. I have my best friend um, is Jewish. And so I went to the movies with her and then we went and got like we went to an Asian bistro and did the, you know, did the Chinese thing. Um, I was, was going to ask, what did you do? What movie did you see? Sing to. Oh, okay. Sing to. Okay. We had a conversation on the phone the other day. I thought you said the thing too, and I was questioning Hell no. you about it. <laughs> and like you're like you didn't. I didn't know if you were talking to me or if the kids mm-hmm. were in the background or what the hell was going on. So sing two. Was it good? I'm, I'm a big fan of sing one. Oh, it's so good. That was a pretty good one, yeah. Dude, it's I love it. Super cute. Yeah, no, I I highly recommend it. I mean, obviously Emily had her kids with her, so that's why we picked that. Um, and yeah, I really really liked it. I, I I think it's worth it. You guys should watch it. It's good. It's really okay. good. They did a good job there. I had no idea that that was Scarlett Johansson singing. Yeah. I didn't realize she can sing. <laughs> I know. She's not bad, yeah. She's not bad. Um, mm. She did a good job. And, like, Bono's in it, so that kind of makes it cool. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm the both of you are like, eh, Bono. I know you both. <laughs> you guys like different things. Eh. Bono, you'll agree in it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not bad. It's just, it's whatever. It's, you know. Bono. <laughs> well, it sounded like a wonderful distraction, so that's good. Yeah. It was good. It took up my time. I, I will say, I don't know how people, how you guys, like, how your depression seeps in. Mine is through sleep. I can't stay awake to save my hmm. life. I just, I, like... Today was better. I, you know, I woke up this morning and I had plans. Like, I, I, I actually, Brian and I have spent a lot of time together today. We watched a really good movie together. Um, you know, we pushed play at the same time. Gotcha. Uh, since we're both with, without our kids. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so, a little, little pity party. A little pity party. We were nice. like, all right, let's watch a movie. We watched um, Don't, Don't Look Up. Was Don't, look up. Don't Look Up. 10 out of 10. 10 so out of 10. So good. Um, and no we can spoilers. Get into that. <laughs> oh, no. you gotta watch it. I want Sam, to. I just saw the trailer yesterday, and I was like, "Absolutely, okay." If you watch it, Brian and I will. Brian can come on again, and we'll do a commentary. It's worth it. It's so good. Okay. It's so good. Yeah. Um. A, so anyway, yeah, we watched good. that, and it's a kind of a long movie, but like you wouldn't know, it's really good. Yeah. Um. And then I had a massage and a facial, which you know has been years since I've had that, because like I don't have time for that. I'm a single mom with like essentially 100% with them so um and then um from there I went to my aunt's house for dinner so it was like the first day that I actually had a lot to do um and maybe that is the key but it's the same rate like I can go the other way like I had a friend's mom asking me questions and that didn't work for me like I rather just be around people um just hang out it's really hard if someone's asking me questions. I don't actually, I can't talk about it in a very like fair way right now because it's just so sad. And so it just kind of digs it up. Um, mm. Yeah. Pound that white claw, girl. 
I wanted to ask you, did you pour it in a glass? No. Ew. Why? Ew. I, I was hoping you were drinking wine. I wish I had wine. I, I don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any. Because I was really purposeful about the way I stacked this. I thought that there was absolutely nothing in the fridge. And I was walking over to grab, like, I don't know, a nice tea or something. Um, some water. <laughs> it's weird. Like, I do actually want to drink it all away. I do. So desperately bad. Um, but I, I can't. I know what happens. I know. I know what happens. Sad Angela is the saddest Angela drinking. It's the worst. <laughs> as as we laugh about it, because <laughs> you guys kind of know you've been <laughs> yeah, there. Know. You know. I think we've all been like I've I've like the three like obviously not together, but like me with Sam and me with Brian. We've we've I've like there's been enough sad sad drinking. Right. It's <laughs> so like. At some point, you just like I don't know. For me, I'm like nope, no. Yeah, that that laugh definitely wasn't laughing at you. It was like, yeah, I've yeah. been there. Yeah. yeah. So, um. So tell me about you, Sam. Like with your, um, like how you did holidays with your family. Because you were um, younger. Yeah, it it was. <clears throat> it was it was probably kind of very similar to uh what brian does because we, okay. we we had the sort of uh my parents sort of had the traditional um you know what you call divorce whatever i'd, I'd, I'd live with my mom and then every other weekend i'd go to my dad's okay and so for the most part it was like you know christmas was at my mom all the holidays were at my mom's and then whatever weekend was closest with my dad, I'd go over there and, and we'd do our little Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was never um, really, like there was never a point where like, oh, I'm going to go to my dad's for Christmas. And, you know, it just didn't work out that way. Right. So, but again, like I said, I was pretty young. And now that I'm older, I don't really remember a lot of it, mm-hmm. um, which is why I think, you know, if you're, you know, one of the things um, I was going to bring up is uh, I've known a handful of people who stayed together for the kids. Yeah. And I, I was going to ask you, um, Brian, if that was, if that played any part in your parents, because a lot of the times they either get, parents usually get divorced when the kids are fairly young right? or, or kind of after all the kids are out of the house. Very so, rarely is it kind of in between, like, oh, you're in high school. So there there were definitely plenty of nights of me, you know, in elementary school days, sitting at the top of the stairs crying because my parents were yelling at each other. You know gotcha. what I mean? It wasn't like – it was only, like, once in a while. Like, for the mm-hmm. most part, very loving family, very, like, just good vibes, good positivity, stuff like that. It wasn't a toxic household to be in. Right. Uh, but there were – signs you know what i mean that that this was going to come in the future so uh for for you know i'm pretty sure they did stay together for the kids um okay. i told myself if if i ever got into a relationship like that i would not stay together for the kids because yeah. i don't want them hearing that yeah that that was part of what i was so like there's one person in particular that i think about and it like the the parents stayed together for as long as they could and this person was I think 16 or 17 anyway 
it, she ended up going to boarding school, so she wasn't like actually at home. You know, it was like, oh, mm-hmm. she's technically out, and and they got a divorce, and the parents got a divorce, and it kind of, you know, they grew up in a household where the parents really hated each other. Right. And to me, that that is that does kind of make it a very toxic uh, household, and I, I had the same feeling. Even even kind of before, it's like, no, I'm not going to stay together for the kids if, if that ever happened. Because the hatred that you will generally express with your kids in the house, that's just going to ruin them. Right. You know? And there's a lot of issues with this person that I, I think are a result of that, that their parents did stay together for the kids. So that's why I was I was curious your, your standpoint on that. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that, that's yeah. my standpoint, yeah. Yeah, do do what's best for the kids, and that's not necessarily staying together. No. I had this mm-hmm. um, boyfriend in high school, and um, his uh, parents were – they got divorced when their kids were in high school, and it was really hostile and hard for him at that time. Um, but it's funny because him and I are still – uh, good friends he lives in Australia and his parents we had come to visit him and things like that and now his parents kind of like live close with each other but they have their respective partners and they're like friends and they do things together <laughs> and I just think <laughs> wow. how fun is that <laughs> like yeah. I mean like that really worked out but at the time you wouldn't have known it like that's how much like anger can be swallowed which I think is 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 really cool um, I wonder how prevalent that sort of thing is. I it, think it is. I've heard lots of stories about that. I mean, I think it can go any way at all. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Cause I, I mean, my parents were not happy. They, I, I, I've told that story, uh, you know, in other episodes that mm-hmm. they, they're, they started divorce just before my mom got diagnosed with cancer, and then, um, you know, a month before she or maybe a month or two, I don't know the exact date, but um, before she died, their divorce was final. So they kind of ran in tandem, which was the worst. If I could tell you how many times I think about what they put us through in that 18 months, I just think like, you know, I think they were a little bit more protective of, of my sister because she was younger, but the conversations that I was pulled into, you know, I, I look at it now. I was, I was 19 and 20, and I think, how dare you do that to your kids? Like, what the hell were you thinking? Um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not seeking apologies, but I have no idea what the, the hell they thought that they were doing in that. And it haunts me to this day. It always will. And I just don't want that for my kids. I don't. I think a lot of that is just the emotion behind everything. Right. You're literally, I mean, hopefully, you know, people get married – you know, like I'll, I'll, I'll say Amy is my, my wife, Amy is my best friend. And so I, I think for a lot of people that is the case. And when you, something happens or, you know, <clears throat> there's a split, you're literally like, okay, yeah, you're separating this, this married life, but you're, you're kind of separating a friendship as well. And then there's kids involved and there's a house involved. There's all this stuff mm-hmm. and, you know, anger just kind of, you you get so caught up in the emotion of it all and you don't know how to handle it and then you just get angry and then you can't talk to your significant other anymore who else is in the house oh my kid you know what i mean so i think that happens a lot where 
kids are brought in on certain conversations. And like you said, it's like, why the hell are you talking to me about this? It's right. like, that's, they, they, they couldn't talk to anyone else, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, and you also hear it too. I think it, I will say this, and I think it's that this part has really worked out for Matt and I. I chose a good lawyer. Um, mm. My parents, I think, went for money-hungry lawyers, and I think they spent an exorbitant amount of money hurting each other. Right. Um, because it was sort of instigated, you know, like, this is the process. This is what you do. And so everyone just shuts their mouth. Okay, okay. But, you know, there's repercussions to those actions that fuel the other person. Right. Um, whereas um, Matt did not hire a lawyer because she had some collaborative experience. And I searched this lawyer out because of that. I, I wanted to find a lawyer that was going to bring us together on decisions. And mm -hmm. I did. Um, right. And to her credit, she did what she said she was going to do, and it worked out. So what could have been, you know, a $30,000 divorce was a $3,500 divorce. Um, I wonder how much that, I mean, that obviously plays into it. Like, if you're willing to, I guess, I guess, Brian, this would be a question for you. Like, you seemed, it was, you mentioned earlier, it was almost like a mutual thing. Like, you, you were both kind of tired of the relationship, right? Yes. Yes. So... I wonder if the amicability, amicability, is that a word? Um, Amicable, uh, amicableness. Yeah. Amicableness <laughs> of, a, of a relationship with your ex after the fact is if you, if you were just like, okay, look, this isn't working. Let's, let's, let's go our separate ways. Let's do what we need to do for the kids and not like, I want half the house and then, you know, someone pulls a chainsaw out and is cutting a right. couch in half. Right. Yeah. I was, I mean, honestly, when it came time for me to move out, cause I lived in the basement probably for about seven months. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when it came time for me to move out, I was just like, all right, I'm just going to take the basement TV. These couches down here, they're, they're mine. Right. Uh, and I think like a couple of more items, that was it. I was like, you keep everything else. <laughs> it's all yours. It's all good. Right. Hmm. So, and but to be honest, there, was, there wasn't much that we had together that was shared that would have value for me to take it. Um, I mean, most of the stuff hanging up in that house was, you know, Halloween decorations and skulls and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm not going to take that from her, so. Right. I wonder how much of it, when you, when you do get, so you said your daughter was three. So right. how, long, how long were you together, if I can ask? Um, my wife and I? Yeah. 12 years. We were together 12, oh, okay. mar married for eight. Um, so, you know, so we had, we'd been married a few years before we even had our yeah. daughter. Okay. So, and if, if I'm being honest, the relationship was kind of going downhill before then. And the, you know, the birth of a, the daughter definitely gave a boost to the relationship and it definitely right. kept me occupied in a, in a positive light to where I wasn't dealing with stuff I didn't want to be dealing with. And I was just giving the attention to my daughter. Right. Hmm. Well, there goes my a lot of. I was thinking, if you if you it is kind of a new relationship. Um, you don't really have like my wife and I. We've been together for sixteen years now, and we had we had Anna very early on, and so it's like, man, if something happened and and you know we had to sell the house or divide up the stuff, yeah, it, it it'd be very difficult for me just to. All right, you have all this stuff, you know. I'm gone. 
Yeah, well, we were also renting a townhouse at the time, and they mm-hmm. still live there. And a big part of it was like, yeah, I could have been a dick and said, no, I want the couch that's in the living room, and I want you know the desk in the office. Right. But that's not really doing any service for my kids' home yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, that's true. So I was like, you know what, I can rebuild the essentials that I need, start from scratch, yeah. and uh, and make it work. And it's, I'm very fortunate that. Um, you know, things with my ex-wife and I and what we do for our daughter and the agreement we have works. Like, I'm very fortunate that we are getting along because I do hear, you know, the headaches and the, 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 the nightmares with other couples. So, Yeah, I was going to ask both of you if if you do get into, like, because even I'm married and sometimes how we want to raise our kids. Like, I want to I wanna do something and she's like, no, I don't want to do that. You know, I, I have to go to bed with her every night. You know what I mean? It's like... Right. So, but like from a co-parenting point of, point of view, like, are there have there any have there ever been any moments to where whatever is going on, how they're raising your your kid or kids, you're like, I really don't. I need to talk to you about this, but they're just like, you're not here. It doesn't matter what you think. I have a lot to say. <laughs> go, <laughs> go for it. Go for it. Uh, first of all. I have done that splitting up of stuff. I did it in Australia when we both separated and went to different places. And then I did it again here when I was back in the U.S. with our stuff. Um, You know, because we had everything in storage. Uh, So I had to do it twice. Um, And it's a disaster. It, it was the worst. It was like, do you want this Christmas ornament? You know, it takes time. It takes negotiation. Right. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, it's, it's almost easier to like throw it all away and start over again um but i didn't um even when he got in here he was like a lot of this looks familiar and i'm like yeah since 2015 since you see it bud um but yeah here we go um the 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 raising of them i do recall many times about him sort of negotiating what way we wanted to go about whatever with them um and i think he um, would probably say in this instance that I, I sort of drove the ship. Um, uh, and I would sort of say, well, you were a back, you know, you sat in the back seat willingly. Um, so, like, I. I he was, I, I feel like he wasn't even on the ship a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um, but, he you was know. On one of I, those lifeboats that's tethered to the back. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, guaranteed um, to drown. <laughs> oh gosh! Oh my god! All right, now we're just getting into fantasy. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> oh my god! Um, I think that the the negotiating on parenthood goes even deeper than that because once you're separated, you have one parent that is um. Imp- like has more time with the other with the kids than the other person does right and that person is tired so like i have a friend that as soon as i got divorced she swooped in and she was like i know how much or as soon as i got separated she was like i know how important it is to you to be a good active mom and she's like i'm gonna tell you what's about to happen you have to remember to have fun with them and I'm still learning that lesson because I am held to a standard of raising them because I have to. Um, and so then I look at myself, you know, after a couple of minutes of like bossing everyone around um, to just like get out the door in the morning. And I'm like, nothing is fun. 
I have to be the orchestrator of that. And then I, I kind of want to blame him. So it's kind of cyclical. I have to ask him, do you think we should do this? And by the way, everything sucks all the time. And so I kind of <laughs> go through this really mad storm um, of of how to, to, to just, you know, like remember that I'm really lucky and that he does have their best interest at heart. Um, so I do continue to ask him, um, Hey, what do you think about this? Hey, I think this probably works well. What do you think? Uh, and most of the time it's been fine. It's been fine. I think what he doesn't know is what it takes to get there. Um, so that takes a lot of restraint. It's, it's such a sensitive topic. I don't even know how to f- follow up on that. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, and you're like, damn, yeah, that sucks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's all people need, though. You know, you don't need to. It's like, you know what? That sucks. Right. That's it. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, like, I know there's no answer. You know what I mean? Like, I know that. Um, I just I just think, like, the key is, is to include him and not resent him at the same time. Um, and it is, it's for the kids. Yeah. It's a discipline. Um, and so thus far I've never been told yet, like, Hey, did you want to include me in that, that discussion? I, I do. I always do. Hmm. Um, yeah, I do. And he shows the same behavior when he's visiting, right? He kind of gives you a heads up what he's going to do with the kids and, and your thoughts on that. Well, there's like a pretty solid Look, I don't. Uh, I did. I did forget. I was gonna say this. There's a very specific um, now parent contract in place um, that is meant to kind of stand the test of time, like through their 18. Um, because we had this collaborative lawyer, we could ask each other of what we wanted, and then sort of disseminated from there. Um, so, for instance, with the um, the traveling, he had to give me an itinerary beforehand with locations, addresses, and phone numbers. Um, and I would have to do the same. Um, so I know, I knew when I woke up this morning, he was going to be going to a different place. Um, and uh, I mean, to his credit, like when he, they left, he told me when they arrived, he texted me, he told me to. Um, so that would be good. If we could keep it that way. And I, I do the same. I mean, he lives across the world, but I'm I'm always telling him, like, we're away for this weekend or we're doing this thing or or whatever. And he's pretty active in their life via FaceTime and stuff when he's not in town, right? Yeah. Yeah, he is. I mean, he plays, like, video games and stuff with them. Yeah. He's fun for them, you know, because that's the most he can be. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. yeah. He's and great that'll change. for them. <laughs> he, he is great it's just as christy is great for your daughter <laughs> right yeah. she is um absolutely yeah. she's a wonderful mother yeah yeah i mean i think that matt because he's like deciding like what where his trajectory lies like is is it near or far, far kind of thing but like there is a provision in that parent contract and I implore anyone to get one because the negotiating is hard. Like there was times where I'd say to him, we shouldn't be talking about this. This needs to be something that's on paper. Um, because the more you have to communicate about things when things are in a heightened state, the harder it gets. 
Um, and it's good to just because there's always going to be barriers of communication because, you know, you are where you are with them. It's good to just have it on paper so you just know what's going to happen. Um, but there's a provision in there that he will get them 50-50 if he ever, you know, decides to relocate so he's closer. Um, and that is fair. That's fine. That's what he wanted. And I'm, I'm happy to have them have that time with their dad. Well, that's good. I mean, that's what the kids deserve. And hopefully he, he can get back to the U.S. on a more permanent basis so he can be in their kid's life other than you know, just constant phone calls, so. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see, for sure. Um, how far away, Sam, did your parents live from each other? Um, it wasn't, I'm trying, it was a half, we moved a couple times, and Dad moved a couple times, and so it was anywhere between a half hour to, a, like, 45 minutes. Okay, so it's not so yeah. bad. Yeah. No, and then, um, you know, looking back on my life, it, it wasn't, it didn't take too long uh, till I was driving anyway, so, right, you know, I could just get in my my truck and drive out to see my my dad if I wanted to. Right, oh, that's that's cool. So, yeah, my dad. So you didn't have that. You guys, your mom was in Hawaii, right? Like you had. Yeah. So what? Oh what wow. My, yeah, I was. I went to high school in Hawaii. So that's that. The biggest. You know, mind fuck the whole situation was, you know, I was old enough and I was sad that my parents were split, but I was more sad about what my mom was going through because she had to find a place to live, rebuild her life and things like that. So that kind of really messed with me. Not so much me not living with both my parents, but the fact that I knew one was suffering at the time. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, but I was also driving as well shortly after. So I would take the car go visit her you know see her the evening of christmas after i had christmas morning at home right um you know visiting on birthdays and stuff like that so it it, it worked yeah i mean i think that that is key i see my kids i was talking to my daughter and she was like i won't get to wake up with you and say merry christmas to you and i was like are you worried about me because i don't want her to worry about me um and you know it's like you have to prove yourself to a very um perceptive child uh don't worry about me and convince them so you're lying to them right and um because it's better for them <laughs> you know and um but like that is the last thing i want them to do is to worry for me i want them to that's not their that's not their they don't need to take that on um easier said than done but definitely it, possible it's good to know that you raised empathetic kids though Oh yeah, for sure. So that that is, you know. I mean, I'm Italian. They could just not so, care at all. Like we're either yelling or feeling bad for someone. So right. You know, it's in the blood. <laughs> it's, it's usually yelling. Right. <laughs> not while, me. While, while I'm not a yeller. Everyone else in my family, I would say, on my D'Angelo side, is like quite loud. My, my aunt, not so much, but the other ones. <laughs> you yeah. have it too, and your your family's Italian. Jesus. I know you went. Got ahead of been twenty years ago. You went to to North Jersey with me to go visit the crew. <laughs> yeah. I think it was my grandma's eighty ninth birthday or something like that. No, it wasn't eighty ninth. It was like something up wasn't there. Wasn't it? What was it? I don't remember. I I'll loved not, it. I had a great time. Yeah, I'm not sure. It was a good time though. It was a good time. But uh, something I didn't bring up earlier, which you know I think would be a good thing to talk about right now, is my Christmas actually sucked this year. Mm. Uh, 
so the agreement is she'll spend every Christmas morning uh, with her mom to open her presents, and, and then I'll pick her up later that evening to have a second Christmas at my house. Well, Tuesday, my daughter tested positive for COVID. Oh, um, such a bummer. Oh, my God. I had her with me the Sunday and Monday beforehand for my birthday. So I was potentially exposed. Uh, took her home. I, I picked up a, a rapid test, took it to them so they could take it at the house. And, uh, and yeah, so she's tested positive. Um, so because of that, I got a test on Wednesday. I tested negative. Uh, but it was still like, okay, you guys are quarantined now. You know, you, right. guys are out, you guys are out of school for like another week or, t- or 10 days. So it's kind of perfect. But so I, I, my ex sent me a video, you know, of my daughter walking down the stairs and seeing her gifts for the first time that morning and, and getting super excited. And that it just broke me, you know, like I lost it. I was like holding it in up until I saw that video. Right. Um, but, you know, her mom's really good about sending me videos and pictures like on a daily basis uh, just to keep me involved and, and see, you know, what my daughter's doing. And we'll do shtick back and forth. Oh, my God, she's so cute. You know, stuff like that. Um but I was able to see her, I think it was about a half hour, I, I stopped by uh, the backyard. And we were all out there with our masks on. And I brought over the gift that Santa left at my house along with some accompanying presents for that gift. And I did get to watch her open some presents outside. But it was it was not expected, especially how quickly, uh, right. you know, her getting COVID just like four days before Christmas. So... But again, everyone's vaccinated, so it's it's not definitely not a worst case scenario, but just right. really bad timing. Yeah, mm. really bad timing. Which is kind of funny. Andrew was like, "Yeah, you should come on the podcast Sunday night. You know, we're gonna talk about divorce, He's our like, kids, the sure holidays." Me- <laughs> He's like, "You sure you want me to do that? It's a little too close to subject matter." I'm like, "This is when you do it. This is yeah. when you do it." <laughs> well, I said to you too, I go, Angela. Like, I must love you people. This? It is a fucking miracle. I haven't cried yet, honestly. I've cried, that. but I mean, I already cried this morning <laughs> on the phone with you, Brian. So, like, it's not like I'm scot free by any means, but. No, no. <sighs> You're all teared out. Uh, maybe. 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 Hey, There's don't... always more. I mean, let's not, let's not play around. Like, I'm, I am a, I, <laughs> I feel so bad. The depiction of me to, like, our, 13 fans. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I am lovely, I swear. I'm not a raging, bossy, <laughs> crying lunatic all the time. It would be well, interesting. You're not to bossy. S- no. If anyone, uh, they probably think no, I'm No, I'm an pretty asshole. bossy on here. They, we watched this um, um, Beatles. Uh, <laughs> we watched this Beatle, Beatles um, documentary, and Paul's pretty bossy, and they were calling me Paul last week on the episode. Oh my I God. was being a little bossy. That's is, is this the one on the Disney Channel? Yeah, it's really yeah, yeah. good. I have to yeah. check that out. I haven't seen it oh, yet. Seven hours time investment. You got it. Go ahead. I'm totally right. worth it. I have my daughter every other weekend. I have the time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Did you hear me kissing my dog? <laughs> Can we go on to Obsession of the Week? Is there anything that anyone else wants to say? Um, do you guys do a segment, Obsession of the Week? Yeah, yes, we, we do. do. Really? You didn't prepare him? He can go last. He'll she, think of something. No, she hasn't prepared I'm me so at shit. all. He, <laughs> for anything. At, at 8.30, he's like, remember to send me the link. I'm like, yeah, in 30 minutes, bruv. <laughs> You'll no, be you fine. Told, you told me to chill, dog. Bruv. I, I did. I said, I said, chill, dog. He goes, don't you chill, dog me. 
Oh, man. <laughs> I'll go. Yeah, you go. I love, I love this dog. So I dog sit as like an extra income stream, which I think is another thing that we've talked about wanting to talk about. Like mm-hmm. when you're a single parent having extra income streams to like make things financially work. Um, and I, I dog sit and I love this one particular dog. It's, there's something really special about this dog. So they call um, this breed a Carolina breed. But if you were going to say that in another uh, country, that would be a dingo. Um, so, like, there is part of this dog that is quite wild. Um, and so, like, this dog is only comfortable around certain people. And I am one of those chosen people, um, which makes me feel really That's cool. great. Yeah, like, and I just, whatever the sentiment is that this dog pours into me, I just pour it back. There's something magical about this thing. If anyone looks at me wrong, this dog's going to fucking kill you. (laughs) But he is just lays on me like a baby. He is so cute. If my breathing even changes where I start to get elevated, he it's like he know he knows I'm about to start crying and he is like right in my face and you could see his vulnerable little eyes going, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. He is the best. Um, I'm obsessed with him. I take pictures of him. I've been kind of like documenting my depression cycles on on Facebook. I am not crazy. I just want to let you know, people, I am not totally crazy. But I've been trying to be authentic and honest about like what this feels like. Um, and I always put a little visual of the dog because the dog and I are like hand in hand today hmm. in this. Very so good. the dog. I also will say to brian this one's for you my my niece was we were playing a board game with my family today and she was sitting at the uh table and i looked at her t-shirt and it said wu-tang clan and i was like get over here and she's like what i'm like do you know what wu-tang is she's like no i just like the shirt i found it at pacific (laughs) somewhere oh my gosh and i was like let me go get my phone fucking poser She's like a classically trained like musician. She she just got accepted into the Berklee School of Music as a vocalist. Ooh. She is insane. I'm so 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 proud of her. And so I was like, because you're going into music, it might be worth it for me to play this with you. So <laughs> I played her. I played her cream. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say all that musical background, and she turns out to be a big Method Man fan as well. <laughs> <laughs> Here's hoping. <laughs> So, yeah, no, it was really cool. I know, like, uh, Brian loves his – I mean, Brian, you guys are both musicians. You guys both play guitar, but Brian has a special uh, a special love for 90s music, particularly rap or rock. Mm, okay. I thought you were about to call me out on my Spice Girls obsession. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I figured you'd do that. That's right. Sam, that's not even a joke. <laughs> like, that's, that's a little legit thing. I, I have all the dolls to prove it. He, you have no problem talking about your obsession. You are yeah. obsessed with it's things. Healthy. You're a collector of things. It totally. It's healthy. I'm not saying that. Did you Why like? Did, less... did you like them for their music, or did you like them because like they're most of them are hot? Uh, I was. I mean, my favorite one was Sporty Spice. Okay. She so, was the best. I. But loved I her. was honestly a fan of the music. Okay. Dude, I saw. I saw them in concert. Wow. Yeah. So I had a whole bunch of, I was working for Tower Records at the time, so I have a whole bunch of like import singles and and magazines that are still sealed. It was not a healthy obsession. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. That's all right. So what was your obsession there? Was it the dog? Yeah. The dog. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
What's the dog's what about, name? What about you? Well, whoever wants to go. Wait, what's the dog's name? The dog is Luke. Luke, and what kind of dog is it? Well, I said this. It's a Carolina dog, but in other countries, that would be known as a dingo. Okay. Dingo. Dingo is a wild dog, like a wolf. I'm sorry um, I missed that the first time. Yeah, I mean, a dingo is like <laughs> a, a wild dog, but it's like it's like tan and shorter haired. Um, and their face structure is different. It's not as long. Um, but look up a dingo. They're beautiful. All Anytime right, I cool. hear the word dingo, I just think of... Yep. Dingo yep. ate my baby. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's a reason for that. <laughs> because they um, eat babies? Well, they've, they've harmed people, yeah. I mean, oh, okay. They're wild. Well, I'll tell you what. This dog does not like my ex-husband. Mm. In any Ooh, way, tell, us a, tell us about that. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh... It's like he already knows that story. I don't know why. Um, no, the dog just just either stands or sits right at like his feet and just barks at him and like then matt will say something like what are you doing and the dog's like it's worse (laughs) ten (laughs) thousand times worse the dog's not down matt i don't know i don't know i don't know well you said you're you're the chosen one right I am the ch- well, sh- um, yeah. So he really likes me, and he really likes Mira. We are the chosen ones. Oh, so so does he just like hate men? He's not cool with Easton. He's not really cool with Easton, actually. That's really true. Mm. Yeah. So it, it could be just a gender. The thing. dog. Look, you can't be nervous around this dog. He'll bite you if you're nervous. You you can't be nervous around this dog. He's like overstimulated. You have to be calm, and you have to be like, I am the alpha, and you have to show the dog, and the dog is great. Hmm. I'm the dog whisperer. <laughs> Should we have an episode about dog trauma? I think there's some dog trauma going on with Luke. Maybe. <laughs> I can tell you all kinds of stories about the dogs I've had. Whew, I've only been doing it for a couple months. It's crazy. Income streams. Income streams. <laughs> yeah. Well, as far as my, my obsession, I, I really don't. I'd probably say the movie that we watched today, Angela. Don't look up. Oh, oh yeah. So good. I'll have to watch that soon. We'll have to do another episode. Yeah, it was just, I'll just say this. We so have it, to do it. No spoilers. It was just done really well. Super funny. And a lot of parallels to real life. It's, it's oh, I, I got that from Honestly, the trailer. Honestly, yeah. like, they must have taken like a running tally of all the stupid shit that we do every day. <laughs> and then said, let's create content around that yeah. and market it to all the dumbasses that they are. It's perfect. It's a flawless movie. It is so well done. And... It's got like a range of emotions to it, right? Like it was so funny and it was so heartwarming. It was so like they just did it so well. It was so very balanced. I, I'm definitely watching it again. I think anyone out there that needs like something, you know, just something right now, because like the holidays are made to keep you happy. Um, watch this. Watch this movie. Definitely. I definitely was, worth it. We watched the trailer and I was. I like the I like the the concept of it, the premise, but then seeing the cast, it it's got a pretty amazing cast. Yeah, it does. Stellar cast. And a lot of like the... you don't you don't expect some of these people to be in the same movie together, which I, I mm-hmm. thought was interesting. But yeah, that just made me want to watch it even more. Mm-hmm. And incredible acting, like a lot of talent there. Meryl Streep, man, I just want like one day of Meryl Streep. I would just want like. She's incredible. Yeah. She can do anything. Anything. Yeah. And that is a testament to this movie. She could do anything. 
I'm guess is she the president? I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. She That's is. all I'm gonna it's say. It's just it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Well, well, this was fun. Thank you so much for coming on, Brian. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed uh, speaking with you guys. If if you ever have a lighter topic and would like another <laughs> voice, give me give me a call. Maybe we can have a little more fun, and I won't you know try to end it all after the podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Uh. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend about us. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts and Google Play to let others know what other people are missing out on. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Let's Get a Drink Sometime. Thanks for spending time with us. Come back and check us out again. We'll see you around.